guys, welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt, and I'm here to guide you through the good, the bad, and the ugly of the convention world. And sometimes I do it with a little help from my friends. And today I'm very excited um, to have this guest on because I have been trying to get her on for a while, but she has been busy writing her uh, next book. I'm sure you know her work. She has done such things as Awkward... Um, we have night school and of course, um, what I know her best for DramaCon. uh, we have Svetlana Kamkova. Hi. Hi. How are you? Hi. Doing much better now that I've had some sleep. Yeah, right. <laughs> I bet you are busy. <laughs> it was a long two years, Katie. It was a long two years. <laughs> long two years. Um, how about you introduce yourself to the masses that might not know who you are? <laughs> Um, I mean, you pretty much said it. I've, uh, uh, they know my name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done some books. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I'm up to 15. So I'm working on my 16th now. Lord. Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, 15 books and a baby. My brain is officially <laughs> cottage cheese. Uh, so really I just 17 because I mean, a baby count, like books count as babies. So it's really your 17th kid. Yeah. <laughs> 17th kid out there in the world wreaking havoc. Um, <clears throat> uh, but yeah, I just, uh, uh, draw and parent and draw and <laughs> sometimes I sleep. Sometimes. Yeah. I, I feel, I feel rejuvenated and fresher now. So I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to, to do some podcasting. <laughs> so, okay. So you started back in what, 2000, you published something? What a good question. Let's reach that far back. 22 <laughs> years ago. It's 2000. Mm-hmm. No, I, well, yes, yes and no. So 2000, I had just entered Sheridan College for classical animation. It was a mm-hmm. three-year diploma. Mm-hmm. Uh, best time of my life. It was great. <laughs> uh, and I was technically publishing stuff. Mm-hmm. I was doing a really... Uh, silly early manga attempt of mine called Yorgo Maiden of the First Fire. Uh, it was very badly written and Aww. it no longer exists as a published piece of work. Uh, but it was through a very small indie publishing company that was local to Ontario, Canada, mm-hmm. uh, called Keren Neko Manga. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I did like maybe five issues. We were they were printed uh, Ashcan format. You know the eight and a half by 11 folded right. in half pamphlet style. Right, right, right. Yeah, but it was available in, you know, stores uh, across, in several comic book stores that took indie stuff in uh, Ontario. Uh, so it was a it was a very fun experience. Uh, my first experience having to hit a deadline uh, for production uh, of comic pages. Okay. And, yeah, so yeah, publishing. Uh, after that, I sort of moved on to online i was doing some stuff just for me like a silly diary comic for my website and publishing that uh putting that on my website and that's where i was contacted by um at the time she was an editor for girlomatic.com it was a new web comics collective that was starting up Mm -hmm. and uh, she asked me leah hernandez she asked me if um, i'd be wanting to pitch a web comic to them uh, so that's how Chasing Rainbows was born. Uh, I don't know if anybody remembers that comic. 
Uh, but I, you know, I actually did a bunch of uh, pages for that. I did like a, over a hundred pages for that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, also, shortly after that invite, I got an invite to another web comics collective called Wire Pop. So for them, I did Night Silver. Uh, that was also over a hundred pages. Um, I guess combined, I had almost two uh, two volumes. Uh, uh, under my belt of uh, just like manga yeah. stuff. Uh, and that's when Tokyo Pop reached out. They were doing their push. Uh, we must publish all the books right, right. <laughs> that are ours. Uh, and they actually initially wanted Chasing Rainbows, but I was not willing to give up the rights for that. Uh, so I ended up just making something that was uh, deliberately for them, which mm-hmm. became DramaCon. Oh, I love DramaCon. It's so good. Thank you. It's such a good series. I love it. It was my love letter to the con culture. <laughs> it's such a good series. If, if you haven't read it, like even now it holds up. Like even this many years later, like that, that storyline holds up so good. <laughs> it's such a time capsule now because all the stuff, uh, you know, the let's do a link exchange, you know, I'll see you on DeviantArt. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's just such a different... Uh, things have done so differently now in Artist yeah. Alley. And it's so funny, too, because, yeah, like you said, if you think about it, it's like even, well, let's say, what was that, like, not to age it, but like 17 years ago now? The first volume came out in 2005, so yeah. Yeah, so it's like even 17 years ago, like what the art community was to what it is now, it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's amazing the change that has uh, come upon us. Uh, there's just so much more treasure (laughs) there's so much now like i remember our artist alleys were always fun like you could always see the creativity and the individuality of the uh of any given artist in the way Mm -hmm. that they decorated their table but still it was a pale imitation of like it's a makeshift uh metropolis that just comes up overnight in artist alley i mean they've got those structures with uh you know print display uh, with with a little window in the middle, and there's the artist. Hi, uh, I'm here in this temple of stuff. Temple is a good word. I like that. Just just this glory uh, popping up overnight to for us to behold. Right. Uh, it's really it's really an experience now. Um. Uh, so, what was your first official convention? Like official where. I was presenting. No, like your was, first convention. Oh, like my before, first convention. For so all my, this. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, what did, what was it called at the time? Because it changed names several times. It was the one in Toronto. Um, it became Hobby Star Expo. But okay. at the time it was called something else. I think it was like Toronto Comic Con. Sure, sure, or, sure. Uh, but I was, what, 18, 19? Mm-hmm. Uh, my father took me and my sister and I mean, he's no interest in all of this. So he just, uh, he didn't get admission for himself. He just got it for us. And he sat there reading a book. Uh, <laughs> it was, he's a very good dad. Thank you, dad. Uh, but yeah, he, he took me, uh, that was my first convention. Uh, uh, so I went with my sister and a friend of mine mm-hmm. and it was mostly comics, but it did have a teeny tiny, um anime manga presence Mm -hmm. i think it was like all of 10 square feet but you know it was there and we found it (laughs) uh and the north american voice actors for sailor moon 
uh, were there. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was a full fledged experience for me as a fan. Cause I was heavy into Sailor Moon. It was like the anime, the one mm-hmm. anime that was available at the time. Everything <laughs> else was on pirate video cassettes. <laughs> and did you cosplay? I did not. I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, I mean, you forget my first con was pre, uh, pre-internet. Internet oh. was not what it is now. That's fair. You're right. You're right. I didn't know what cosplay was. Uh, I don't <laughs> even remember. Like, I think people were dressed up, but I didn't know that was cosplay as a concept. I'm like, oh, you know, they're wearing costumes like on Halloween. Like, the, I didn't know that was a <laughs> culture. <laughs> right? Yeah, no. So I, that con rapidly uh, changed uh, to have more and more anime manga presence in later years. And of course, then, uh, you know, other just anime specific conventions popped up mm-hmm. in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get to go to too many uh, just because, you know, it's far and yeah. I was a school kid <laughs> <laughs> um, and my parents worked. So it's not like they can just uh, take me to places whenever. Right. Yeah. I it's a big that. commitment to drive to another city. and. Yeah. Especially Canada. I feel like everything in Canada is really far apart from each other. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not that much bigger, but it's still, it's an hour drive. And then you have to pay for parking. And then you have to hurt your kid. Right. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, not always convenient or <laughs> like ever. Right, right. So then your first convention, like big convention that you were working as far as being a manga artist, your first time being a guest, what was that? Your- Where I was a guest, I believe that was... Uh, it it was Bakuretsu Con two thousand and four. That I, that's the first one. There uh, again, I apologize for any details that are off. Uh, my <laughs> brain is officially. Have you seen that movie called Arrival? Yeah. Okay, you know how the the main gist of the lady's brain and that. Oh, I yeah. don't want to spoil it for people. Yeah, I you get know, it. Yeah, no, I know the reference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what my mind is like now. I, I have no timeline. It's like right. a soup of events and details. Oh, and I can't. It's a blur. <laughs> it, is, it is a blur. So I believe, to the mm-hmm. best of my recollection, yes. that my the first convention where I was a guest at is Bakuretsu Khan. Uh, 2004 Mm -hmm. uh that's where i met my future husband i didn't know that he was going to be my future husband but where the romance story begins that's right (laughs) the origin story of this romance uh and uh yeah it was my first american con too i've Mm -hmm. never i'd never i'd been to the u.s before i think or maybe not can't remember uh, but I think it was definitely my first American con. Right, and I had right, right. to get there in a weird way. I had to take the train to Montreal. And then uh, one of the guest relations was picking me up in Montreal and driving me over the border. And this, there was this whole, I had to have a manifest. I called ahead and like, can I, you know, take my stuff to sell in the US? Uh, and the person on the phone said, yes, just have a manifest and how much everything uh, is valued at. Right. So I did that, you know, like a good little citizen. Right. And we get to the border and they're like, hmm, step out of the car, ma'am. <laughs> oh, 
don't know. And I'm just, what? <laughs> I, 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 we were told to do this, so I did this. Here's the manifest. And like, I'm shaking in my boots. I've never crossed the border. That's right. That was my first time crossing the border. <laughs> so look, are they going to turn me around? Ah, uh, yes. The trauma is coming back to me now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I am, uh, <laughs> they, they let us into the, the actual, uh, space where like all the, the customs uh, agents are yeah. uh, and they went in the bag with my little manifest and we're just standing there and I'm like, I'm asking, you know, the guest relations person, like, is it going to be okay? I'm like, Oh, it should be fine. But like, he didn't know. <laughs> Nobody. Uh, so we're standing there and standing there and they ended up fining me $5. What? I know for free. For bringing my goods to sell, I had like some mini comics and some prints. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, okay, wait, can we talk about that for a second? Because it's like, okay, so you brought in comic books to sell, which is just like an art thing, and like not even comic books. There, they were hand stapled. You know, those uh, right. eight and a half by eleven fold in half pamphlets. Sure, but then you've got people trying to cross the border with like weapons and <laughs> like I... contraband and. Well, I don't know. I I, I was technically uh, importing stuff, so I should have had, I guess. It's just, you know, when you cross the border Mm -hmm. with anything, even if it's just your own person, uh, it really depends on who you get, I've realized. Uh, And because it's it's absolutely to each individual agent's discretion. So it's, you know, how they're feeling that day, uh, what they've heard lately, what Mm -hmm. you look like to them. And, you know, I guess I looked like an importer of forbidden goods. Propaganda. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I really don't. Uh, so anyway, I was fined $5, but allowed to take my wares in. Oh, good. And then I had my very first convention. <laughs> uh, sorry, but my very first uh, guest of a convention experience. And mm-hmm. it was super fun. Uh, Baccarat's a con 2004. And I think it still is. Like, it's a pretty... A uh, small, cozy uh, little event yeah. where, where you can relax and just have fun. Like, there's none of the anxiety-inducing... Right, there's not, like, 10,000 people, like, all crammed into one room together trying to get yes. by. Yes, yeah. Like a nice little hometown convention. I yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, every panel yeah. was just, like, in a small room and, and really felt like just hanging out with friends. It was so great. But as, um, as Patrick and I were talking about yesterday, um, the first convention I met you at was New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm, that's right. Which is quite the difference from Baccarat. Oh, yeah, that thing was huge. That was nerve-wracking. Yeah, yeah. But it was funny because, like, we met – it's like um, – recap of last week's episode, Pat and I were talking about being on the train together. And that was the first time we had kind of officially met in person because we had known of each other through our friends group but never actually like had met in person um and we had planned um with our friend kathy to come down to surprise you and be in costume at new york comic-con right and uh yeah and i didn't remember like if you remembered us dressing up i do remember you guys dressing up <laughs> i look terrible first of all <laughs> i had to be i it was uh, it's not sandra because sandra's matt's sister correct like, I'm trying to remember, like, my story Sandra here. Sandra is Matt's was- sister. That's right. Sorry. I, I, I right. totally was talking to you, but I had my mic off so I could cough. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> my answer is lost. 
You're like, no, no, no. Because it's, but, um, because he was saying, oh, yeah, Sa- you were dressed as Sandra. I was like, I was not dressed as Sandra. I was not in the, in the funky, like, in the blue and white outfit. I was not in that. I was the girlfriend who's like this, like, kind of gothic that he's kind of trying to make, um, our main character jealous of in a little way, right? And I remember, like, I saw you and you were, it was like, I remember right. seeing Emily. you and you saw us dressed yeah. up. Emily. <laughs> Uh, she was the Emily. Thank you. And you were just, I just remember like how excited you were. It was awesome. It was great. <laughs> and you know, uh, I actually, this is something that a lot of people don't understand about me. You know, my books are a known entity and people look at that. It's like, Oh, you know, she must have all the self-esteem of an established artist. And I really don't. And I have, uh, I have really low self-esteem, uh, especially when arts involved. Uh, I I constantly feel inferior to like every other artist. Like I walk through the artist alley, I'm just humbled by all the uh, <laughs> talent that's in there. So like stuff that you guys do, that you guys did, uh, it just lifts it off the floor. It's it's a very euphoric <laughs> feeling to see uh, that you know even my crappy little piece of art has reach and not crappy. <laughs> thank you, thank you for saying that. Uh, not even a little bit crappy. No, I go into stores with people and I'm just like, oh, you see this book? My friend wrote it. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got none of that. I wish I, I wish I had that. Uh, when I look at my art, I see the missed opportunities and the potential rather than Yeah, but that's what all artists do. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I guess yeah. it comes with territory just uh Exactly. It's like you're it. just like meanwhile the rest of us are just like, We have this book and our friend wrote it and it's amazing. Just shove it down people's throats. Oh yes, please do. <laughs> yes. Always. Spread my evil. Spread my evil. So have you had more people cosplay from your stuff at conventions? I did, yeah. I um especially like if I was a guest uh and fans were mm-hmm. coming, uh a lot of the times they would dress as as characters. Uh, I haven't, it was mostly DramaCon, not too many. I did have some people cosplay from night school, uh, but at that Mm -hmm. time I was already not doing the con circuit as much. uh, So I I didn't really have uh, as many opportunities to meet up with. uh, I've I've had people send me photos of their cosplay of night school and that was Mm -hmm. great. All right. So, I mean, okay. So, so speaking of DramaCon, like the Mm -hmm. manga, right? You've had to have had some stories of encounters with people over your years of going to conventions. I mean, yes. Like, <laughs> why don't you share with us some of those experiences? Yeah, I'm not good. I'm not really in the camp of, you know, let me tell you all the horrible stories. Cause, oh, no, yeah, no, I no. don't. Uh, I mean, I've had I've had my uh, share of uh, unpleasant encounters because mm-hmm. you know, people are people. And when people meet, they're not always putting their best foot forward and you know of course a lot of the times that's me like I get really anxious in public settings uh and Mm -hmm. sometimes it just will absolutely say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing and I've learned Mm -hmm. to not judge myself harshly or others uh because a lot of times in these situations in these you know anxiety inducing situations uh people are not themselves they're not who they, they would be like when we're like this, you know, just just, just talking, chatting. So um, I, I I leave a lot of room for benefit of the doubt for whatever unpleasant experiences I had. 
so I'll, I'll focus on the funny stories, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and, and some cautionary stuff too. Like if there's if there's anyone out there that's listening, um, looking for advice, like if you're going to be a guest at a con, I have some things to warn against. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love yeah, warnings. these these things have nothing to do with oh, they just didn't put their best foot forward. Uh, that's just mm-hmm. don't don't do this. Uh, uh, the biggest <laughs> thing uh, that I warn against warn uh, artists against is uh, don't lend money to a convention. If a convention is inviting you and they're saying, oh, just buy your own ticket. Uh, will reimburse you later. Do not do that. Because uh, I have been in a situation where a convention tried to, they're like, hey, you know, just, you know, get your own ticket. We'll pay you later. Uh, And I didn't do that. I said, no, that's, look, I'm not in a position to lend you money. Uh, If you want me as a guest, you like the arrangement is uh, you pay my way and, you know, I'll, I'll come and do my thing. Um, so they did they did uh, buy my ticket and it's a good thing they mm-hmm. did because by the time the convention was over uh, some of the other guests who did pay for their own ticket they were not getting their money back there were some serious um, unfortunate issues with the financial planning of the convention it sounds like it. yes <laughs> and I mean those issues just snowballed uh, towards the end uh, and I don't know if those other guests ever got their tickets reimbursed I honestly don't oh so just uh, I mean maybe that con is perfectly financially solvent and maybe they will reimburse mm-hmm. you do you want to take that chance as an artist uh, I would guess no uh, so that's yeah. something I, I, I warn against because as an artist, as as an artist, especially when you're starting out, you really aren't in a position to uh, land convention. No. Like a convention is a large institution. If they're well run, yeah, you know they should have the funds uh, to do what they say they will do, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Uh-huh. And if and if I they can. can't, that is a warning flag. And just <laughs> don't, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that no, yeah. very bad. <laughs> uh, the other one is uh, again. This is a warning for artists. Um, I don't know if this is as big of an issue these days, uh, but back when I was doing the con circuit, uh, there was a lot of separating. You know, the what is real anime manga and what is not, and mm-hmm. you know, artists who were North American were not real anime and manga artists, and they were treated accordingly. Uh, by the staff, oh. by the uh, whoever pe- people were in charge. Like I was invited as a guest uh, to a convention, and uh, they just left me out of the guest dinner uh, because. <laughs> and yeah, the apology later was like, "Oh, we're sorry. We didn't realize you were famous." And like, I just <laughs> I cannot support your values. So how about we just go our separate ways forever? Um, it's. <laughs> You're on the guest list. How did they not invite you to the guest dinner? I, uh, I don't. I don't know if somebody messed up or, uh, or if they just, or or if it was just, you know, they didn't feel I belonged there. Uh, it really doesn't matter uh, because my my philosophy has always been uh, live and let live. Um, you know, they've mm-hmm. got 
like a lot of successful cons do mishaps and, you know, they continue operating anyway. So obviously whatever uh-huh. they're doing works for them. And uh, we, we, we each choose what works for us. What worked for me was to not go back. <laughs> My life was happier. <laughs> it was a very lonely night uh, in that hotel, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and that is how I dealt with that, the end. Well, no, like no malice. Uh, again, I, right, no. I, I just don't. Oh, 100%. Yeah, like why would you put yourself through that again? It's like, I'm And this good. works with people All too because, I mean, a lot of times we as humans will try to chase um, affection from somebody who just doesn't return it, you know? Like you want to be right. friends so badly with somebody who just doesn't feel the same way. Like they, they don't find you as interesting as you find them, et cetera, et cetera. And like I learned this in middle school and high school that you do not – pursue a relationship with somebody who doesn't care back for you because that kind of one-sided affection it's it's just it's going to cause you turmoil it's going to ruin your life on a daily basis uh it will never be an equal relationship so just just go don't Don't force force it it. go your separate (laughs) ways you'll be happier Mm -hmm. exactly agreed i can't believe that though that's crap Uh you don't you don't have to be upset about it i'll be okay upset about yeah it. i'm not upset about it things <laughs> things didn't go as so i like, thought they would so like i have moved on and i'm like i will burn it down what was the no name? I, no i will not i will <laughs> not no 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 not on here when we're done we're yeah <clears throat> but uh, yeah just this 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 warning is um Again, I don't know if this is still an issue in the con scene, mm-hmm. uh, but I would recommend uh, for artists to look at the reviews from other artists that have been there previously. And are these reviews good, or are they like? Did mm-hmm. they have uh, issues with uh, how they how they were treated by the staff of the convention? You know, what kind of accommodations yeah. they got or didn't get. Uh, those are important things. Uh, like for me, for me back then, like I'm actually, <laughs> I need handholding uh, because I'm not very a very independent, like enterprising person. Uh, I have artist friends who are just they're so capable. They can, you know, build their own table and hold down the fort and be perfectly fine by the end. I will be a wreck. Uh, unless I, I get breaks, uh, you know, maybe someone uh, could show me to my table because just finding my table is an issue for me. Uh, I'm navigationally challenged. Like I can't find where my panels are uh, unless I'm shown. Uh, I have trouble navigating <laughs> that scene in DramaCon where uh, Christie's lost in the convention center. Uh, that was me every single convention unless I had a guide. <laughs> I just, it was very nerve wracking for me. So, you know, and <laughs> yeah. if you're that kind of uh, person, you know, what kind of uh, support is available from the staff? Because back in the day, again, I don't know, this is still an issue, but back in the day, like the disrespect would be palpable <laughs> in your interactions <laughs> with the staff, you know? Uh, and like these, these right. are the people that are there's, like supposed to help you. They're artist alley staff they're there to have you back yeah it's yeah. like just just help me yeah man. <laughs> uh so just yeah look look at the reviews although yeah i, I think it's it must have gotten better by now it must be a lot different i mean i feel like because now like you know at, especially at anime boston just using it as an example because i've just noticed it mm-hmm. the most i mean they have like two like a whole corner of that dealer's room um an artist alley 
they're like of people that are staff people that are just there to be like the info desk and to help people find their way. So I feel like even oh, that so is a big improvement. Yeah, upon like other conventions I've gone to where it's just like you walk in the room and it's all artist alley tables, but you can't find the info mm-hmm. desk if there is one. <laughs> but there's like right at the beginning of it, like there's like six people there and they're just like, where would you like to go? Oh, like, well ah, done, AB. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So stuff like that, like, you know, just like that's the example I've seen. I mean, I haven't been to a lot of other conventions mm-hmm. recently due to, you know, <laughs> the panoramic, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's... I, Definitely since 2005, I feel like things have improved a little bit. Great. <laughs> Just I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> and that's really all the warnings that I have. Um, other than that, like, go to every convention you can uh, because it was just such a great experience for me. Uh, that was oh, yeah. where I found my people, you know, <laughs> for the first time yeah. in a long time. Quite literally. You I did. I did. <laughs> Uh, and I do, I do have, uh, one funny guest story. (laughs) Yes. Uh, so I had an early morning flight. I had to be out of, you know, the cozy hotel bed at like freaking five 30, uh, after a late night before, uh, where I was invited to the guest dinner and it was a very lovely dinner. Um, so five 30 rolls around, I get out of bed and, I drag my sorry carcass downstairs and I'm waiting for my ride and I'm waiting for my ride and I'm still waiting for my ride. And it's, you know, past the time that we were supposed to leave. I'm like, Hmm, where's my ride? I'm going to call my uh, guest liaison. So I'll call my guest liaison. And it's like, what? They're not there. Uh, you know, straggles downstairs too. Like, I'm just, just so glad that uh, the person picked up at, you know, five forty-five in the morning. Yeah, because yeah. it turned out that uh, my ride uh, spent had a really good time the night before. It was too drunk mm. to be awake, <laughs> let alone be driving me anywhere. Oh, so no. uh, my my poor guest liaison, uh, uh, bleary eyed, and uh, luckily the airport wasn't very far, so they were able to get me there pretty quickly and uh, then just went back to bed, I hope, because, wow, that is not what they were planning to do that morning, <laughs> driving, I guess, to the oh, airport. No. Oh, no. You're, like, half awake just staying there, like, ride alone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that was uh, pretty funny when it was over and I did make it to my plane on time. Now, being a guest, like, especially at New York Comic Con and stuff, um, did you get to meet anybody exciting along the way? Like, being a guest with other guests? Um, I think my definition of exciting is different uh, from other people's. Uh, yeah, I've, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I've been in the same, I'm not really into uh, voice actors, I suppose. Uh, they're perfectly mm-hmm. lovely people. I just, uh, yeah, I don't get excited. Other, other artists, perhaps? Much brain and also artists don't really get invited. Uh, didn't really get I, again. I don't know how it is now, but uh, yeah, they didn't. I was usually mm-hmm. the only artist. There was usually a lot of act of voice actors, uh, a mm-hmm. lot of um, uh, cosplay guests were were becoming uh, like there was a bigger bigger presence from the uh, the cosplay community uh, being uh, being. Uh, guests like being being a draw yeah. uh i think uh, i thought it was great they're 
that the community was finally being recognized for their contribution to the uh, convention culture. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, not that many artists. Uh, once I got to meet, um, do you know who E.K. Weaver is? Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, that was uh, that was exciting. I uh, I was a fan of her work uh, way before I met her, uh, so that was mm-hmm. great. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, when they had Japanese guests, they would usually be uh, like oh, away. <laughs> they would be <laughs> aside from. Uh, the other uh, guests, the non-anime, non-anime people. people, yeah. <laughs> because you said they kept you separated. <laughs> well, it makes sense because a lot of the Japanese guests uh, they don't necessarily uh, speak English, uh, so they True. Uh, also they'd be so tired after flying. Uh, yeah, they okay. um, they needed extra care, I would assume, uh, after having such a long flight. Yeah, I mean, like we said, we've over the years at, in Boston and stuff, they've had several of the um, Japanese guests there. They've all been lovely. They all have like a translator mm. and and they do like they kind of keep them all like not like together, but like they all keep them kind of in the same. It's probably just again, probably easier just one for mm-hmm. them just to keep them so they can keep them all in the same schedule because they have traveled so far and everything. And two, just so they can have all the translators there to help each other out yeah. as well with them. And like, you but know, if I have to drive to a convention for two hours, I'm already exhausted. But like having to <laughs> get on a 12 hour plane, 12 hour <laughs> plane. And uh, I don't know, like, I don't think all cons uh, plan for uh, like, I hope they do plan for like a day of rest and recovery uh chances mm-hmm. are you know they just go straight into uh programming which is yeah. exhausting it's it's mentally yeah. and physically draining so uh <laughs> yeah i hope they get sleep that's, that's what i hope <laughs> let someone sleep for mm-hmm. god's sakes <laughs> any of us all right well i mean you've got some stuff coming up some new uh some new book coming out I do. My next book is done, and it's, I actually have a fresh copy right here. Uh, it's called Enemies, and it's coming out on the 27th of September. Yay! So that's exciting. We ordered it in all the You're cool comic book stores. <laughs> yeah, all the, all the cool, cool comic book stores. Barnes & Noble. I know Barnes & Noble right. carries it. Also Target. Yeah, I think you should be able to. Target. Target. Yep. <laughs> that still makes Target. It's fancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fancy walmart (laughs) and amazon obviously amazon also has pre-orders i mean yeah wherever books are sold they should have Mm -hmm. it and if they don't tell them to get it i've already got mine on oh thank you of course (laughs) like i'm not gonna (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty proud of this one i uh it took longer to write uh just because pandemic was uh hard on everybody but uh, we didn't i i have a son uh, toddler son and we didn't have uh, child care for a long I don't know how parents are expected to do anything when they have children because uh, it is not easy finding child care I'll tell you that uh, so yeah. it just uh, everything was extra complicated for this book for getting it done but it, it happened. got done by the skin of everyone's You're 17th kid <laughs> <laughs> and of course you are on to the next one as soon as you have five minutes that's yourself. right um, is there anything you would like to promote besides your book while you were here, Svetlana? Any other projects that you might have out there people should check out or? 
ah, no, my books are pretty much it. I've, I live and breathe books. <laughs> That's it. What about your cool raccoon coloring book? Oh, we don't sell that anymore. So I could advertise it, no! but then we can't have it because I don't sell it anymore. No. Sorry. There's, if you go onto um, Svetlana's website, there's like a list of all of the books that she has put out um, in the last several years. And one of them is the raccoon coloring book. And it's so cute. I love Mr. Raccoon. It is really cute. Now that we're sort of got our heads back above the water, maybe we should open the store again. I'll think about it. Yes. I want an anniversary edition of Mr. Raccoon coloring book. <laughs> Okay, okay. I'll uh, I'll talk yes! to Patrick and see because he, he's he's yes. usually the muscle behind any of the any of the store openings because I am unable to do that in any uh, timely fashion. <laughs> Tell him I'm gonna hold his mug hostage. <laughs> okay, I will. No mug until I get my raccoon coloring book. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Lana, this has been so much fun. I'm so glad we got to do this finally. Yay, Yay. yes, I've been looking forward to this ever since you invited me. I'm sorry it took so long. Again, you were you were working and making this awesome book. So everybody, please go out and make sure you pre-order and or purchase that. And uh, yeah. yeah. Let's do this again. That's it. Let's do it. Yeah, we'll do it again. We'll do it again. I'll give you a few more months to sleep and then we'll we'll come back around. Perfect. Again. Thank you. <laughs> I'll, I'll think of awesome. more funny stories by then. Thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.